Do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to episode five of a podcast on Elm Street. Um, before we get started on this episode, though, um, well, this is Mark. And, and uh, I'm Brooke. And uh, we just want to take a second to thank um, a few of few of the other podcasters that we listen to religiously um, that have kind of uh, given us some guidance and shown us uh, some hints and tips along the way. Um, so first off, I really want to give a special thanks out to It's a Hoarder podcast. Um, I've spoken with Wes uh, quite a bit on how to start a podcast, what programs to use, um, some tips that he that they've used and whatnot. Um, so once again, that it's a horror podcast, and it's hosted by uh, Wes and Kevin. Um, they both have their own um, uh, personal Instagram accounts as well. You can find Wes at uh, Old Man Ghostface and Kevin at uh, Slash and Captain, and their podcast instagram account is just at it's a horror podcast and secondly i really want to thank uh cam and emily from we are horrified they're another horror podcast um they're a married couple they're great uh lots of bickering back and forth but it's uh it's a really fun listen um cam loves horror movies emily i don't know i think she's coming back into it but uh yeah, they're fun to listen to. Again, their Instagram is at uh, We Are Horrified. Um, just another couple of great people who have uh, shown us a little bit of guidance along the way. So we really want to thank both of these uh, podcasts. Yeah, go check them out, guys. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I finally watched uh, Jack Frost. Yeah. I was telling you. That was on... Uh, it was on Shutter on yeah. uh, Bob's uh, drive-in, yeah. and that movie is so bad. Oh my god! <laughs> but it's you'd never seen it before. Never seen it before. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth's like first movie, so it's kind of funny seeing her. Yeah. her in it. Uh, it's just like over the over the top, ridiculous. <laughs> oh my god! What do you think she thought whenever she first read that script? Like you're gonna get yeah. raped by a snowman in a shower? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I guess you gotta do. We gotta break into uh, the business somehow. Yeah, yeah. So it was American Pie her second movie? I didn't. I've. I think so because that came out in '97, which yeah. is like a year before the Michael Keaton Jack Frost. Right. And I think American Pie was like, I think '99. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she went from Jack Frost to American Pie. <laughs> yeah. Neither of them are like. I don't know quote-unquote great movies no i American think Pie is obviously a classic yeah. everybody loves it but yeah i mean i don't know whatever skyrockets your fame yeah exactly but uh yeah i watched that this week so wow what a movie <laughs> <laughs> was there only two movies on that one or there were three the third one i didn't stay i didn't stay up for the second one i watched it the next day but the third one was uh um Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Oh, that's trash. And I, I haven't seen the first one yet. Yeah. So, um, I yeah, I didn't bother watching the second one yet until I yeah. watched the first one. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, the second one's no good. The first one's all right, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really been watching much. I've been kind of diving back into my PlayStation. I hadn't touched it in like two weeks, so... Yeah. Kind of focusing on that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I got a stack of movies under there that I need to watch that's getting on a couple months old now. So Yeah, you've lent me a few movies as well that I haven't seen that I still still haven't watched yet. Yeah. But yeah, I need to get to it. Yeah. Well, I only have to work for a couple more days and then I'm off for a week and a half. So nice. Lots of time to catch up. Yeah. All right, we ready to start this? Yeah, let's uh, get into this bad boy. Great.
So this is the third episode of the Christmas special. Um, Brooke, this was your pick. Yep. Uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, 1993. Yep. And uh, I think we were both really excited to do this one. Yeah, because I even messaged you like during the week after our last record, and I was like, are you okay with me picking this movie? And you were like so stoked. I was surprised because <laughs> I didn't know what your reaction would be yeah. but you're as excited as i am so yeah. i said all right let's do it it's not like your traditional horror movie but i mean it obviously has those horror elements oh yeah definitely theme along with it yeah and i think the, like everyone loves this movie yeah 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 we'll get to that later on it was really hard to find bad reviews on it oh really yeah yeah um so yeah if you haven't seen this movie uh don't listen and you're crazy because it's been out for what 16 years now no 26 years jesus <laughs> and uh it's one of the best disney movies ever made yeah so you should watch it if you haven't already yeah exactly um but yeah there's gonna be spoilers as always so just keep that in mind yep so as always we'll start off with the synopsis um, Jack Skellington, king of Halloween Town, discovers Christmas Town, but his attempts to bring Christmas to his home causes confusion, which is understandable. I mean, yeah. that first scene, whenever he tries to bring it all back and he's explaining it to to like all the other like the goblins and the werewolves and yeah. all that stuff, it's hilarious. It is, yeah. They're trying to turn it into a scary thing, and he's like, "No, fuck no!" Like this yeah, is this is Christmas. You don't know. Yeah, you don't know what I saw. It's yeah. not what Christmas is. <laughs> Yeah, I like that scene a lot. Um, for the cast list, normally I just do like the top four build, um, build actors and actresses. This one I went a little bit further just because there's so many bigger name actors and there's like, I don't know, there's some names that I really wanted to get out there. Yeah, like I was surprised when I saw the one. Actually, I found one name who is in the movie and then another name, which I don't know if you saw um doing your research but okay yeah i don't know okay we'll see <laughs> uh so starting off um we'll start with danny elfman um so he does jack's singing voice and he also voiced barrel and the clown with the tearaway face so danny elfman is normally a composer but he does yeah. voice acting roles here and there he's done uh I think Batman Returns soundtrack, yeah. and then He's maybe got- Corpse Bride or another one of Tim Burton's movies. Yeah, and during this one, Danny and Tim had like a little bit of a falling out, and at the same time, or shortly after this was released, I think I think it was after um, Tim Burton was doing Ed Wood, yeah, and uh, he didn't call Danny to do the the oh really. Score for that one. He huh. went with somebody else, yeah. Wonder what the backstory is on yeah, that. Yeah, they just had creative differences. Yeah. So they obviously came back and yeah. worked together again later on on some other ones, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, he's a great composer. Love his love his work, Danny yeah. Elfman. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, Chris Sarandon voiced Jack, um, like Jack's speaking voice. Yeah. Um, he's a, obviously a really well known actor. He's been in uh, Fright Night, the original. Uh, he was in the first Child's Play, uh, The Princess Bride, Dog Day Afternoon, and quite a few others. But these were wow. these were the main ones. I didn't look up like what movies he was in, but There's damn, Prince Humperdinck in The Princess Bride. Wow, is he related <laughs> to Susan Sarandon? I w- yeah, I think so. That's what I thought. I forgot to look that up because I was thinking that too. But yeah, I think I do remember hearing that. Yeah, like brother or cousin or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Catherine O'Hara, she played Sally as well as uh, Shock. Mm-hmm. So Barrel, Shock, and Locke are the three little trick or treaters that yeah. work for Boogie. Yeah. 
Um, so Catherine O'Hare, she's Canadian. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from Home Alone 1 and 2, uh, Beetlejuice, Frank and Weenie, Where the Wild Things Are, uh, quite a few other things. She's worked a lot with Tim Burton, though. Yeah, I like, like her a lot. Yeah, me too. Um, she's also in Shit's Creek. Have you ever watched that? I did. I watched, I think, the first season, and then I kind of fell off, but it's it's a funny show. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, then William Hickey played Dr. Finkelstein, and he's in Christmas Vacation, Mouse Hunt, Sea of Love, and The Name of the Rose. Mm. So he's he wasn't a face that I really recognized whenever I looked him up. Even with- I only recognized him like from his IMDb picture. Like I knew exactly he was like the uncle from Christmas Vacation. Yeah. That's like I didn't look at his other movies, but I knew that was him. Yeah, but I don't think even I've seen- from the voice of the doctor. Like it yeah. sounds just like on Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. Um, Glenn Shaddix, he played the mayor, and he's also in Beetlejuice, Planet of the Apes, and Heather's. Uh, he wasn't in much else other than those. Yeah, three. Well, Beetlejuice. He played like the like the designer uh, of the house, yeah, I think, right? Or something. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So he's no uh, stranger to Tim Burton either. No. Um, Paul Rubens. I this shocked me. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, "Wow, he's in this." Yeah. So Paul Rubens played Block in the in the movie, and he and, looks exactly like like the character he yeah, plays does look like him a bit. Yeah. Um, so Paul Rubens is obviously known as Pee Wee Herman, most famously. Yeah. Um, he was also in Blow, which is a fantastic movie. <laughs> That's so, wow. Uh, so different. Yeah. And Mystery Men. And then he has like just a shit ton of voice acting roles. I totally forgot he was in Mystery Men. Yeah. He looks so bigger in that. Yeah. Yeah. I forget who he played in that. He played uh, the fart guy. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 And then Ken Page, he played Oogie Boogie, and he is known for Dream Girls, All Dogs Go to Heaven, and Torch Song Trilogy, as mm. well as some others, but those were the like the top-rated ones that he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that's all that I, I did for the cast. There's a whole bunch of like... Um, I don't know, like secondary cast members. Yeah, there's a lot of cast in this yeah. movie. Like there's so many different characters yeah. in the movie. But yeah. These were like ones that you see like almost every. Yeah, next. exactly. Um, so the one person who I noticed when I was looking up the, the soundtrack for this, I don't think he's, I don't think he's in the movie, but Patrick Stewart. Oh yeah. 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 He's in this. He's credited for the the first like opening before like the main song on the soundtrack. Yeah, he like, narrates the start of it. So yeah, he's the narrator, I think, in the in the movie. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. Like yeah. I, I didn't recognize him at all. Me either. Until I looked it up, like yeah. looked up everybody online. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I thought yeah, that was he pretty has, cool. He has a really distinctive voice. You'd think that would yeah, exactly. But yeah, I didn't I didn't notice until like yeah, exactly. I looked it up. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So, I guess uh, lots of controversy here in this next one yeah. with the director. So, it was directed by Henry Selick, and he's known for other stop motion animation movies such as Coraline, James and the Giant Peach, and <laughs> fucking Monkey Bone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Such a bad movie. Uh, I remember I to uh, go ahead. I was gonna say. I remember when I was younger, my cousin and I, we uh, we convinced um, his aunt to uh, 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 fuck pay per view, like Bell pay per view. Yeah, she ended up buying it for us for like twenty four hours, oh and my I God. think we watched that movie like five or six times yeah. in that four hours. Yeah, like we, I think we were like twelve whenever whenever that was so back then we thought it was funny but yeah yeah same with me so my mom and my sister and i we lived in an apartment building and we lived above hollywood hits so like we just go walk down there from the apartment and just like i would always be attracted to like the covers of the movies and monkey bone i think was like brendan frazier and i love george of the jungle i think that was after it maybe 
But uh, yeah, I used to watch that movie so much. I haven't watched it since, but it's probably awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was about. Me either. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I watch this movie, I always think that Tim Burton is the director. Yeah, that's where the controversy yeah. comes. Because it says, like, the title of the movie is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. So people always thought that Tim Burton directed it, but really it was Henry Selleck who directed it. Yeah. And Tim Burton, he wrote it and he created the characters. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't – He well, I have it written down here. Um, so I found an interview with Henry Selleck. Yeah. The question was, did it bug you that the movie was presented as Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas when it was you that drafted it? Yeah. He said it bothered him for a while, but it was Tim's idea, and he's a powerful producer. But during the making of the film, it wasn't called that until about a month out, a month before it was released. And we had already shot this title sequence with candy corn letters. Yeah. I was shoved pretty far into the background, which threw me, but it was probably a good marketing decision. Plus, there was a nightmare in Elm Street, so I think they wanted to differentiate from that and also get Tim's audience in the theater because Tim was like still riding that high from Batman. That's what I was just thinking when you said that. Like, yeah, yeah it makes sense that they put his name on it a month before it was released yeah. because in that time he had, like you said, I think did you do Edward Scissorhands? I think he did it, but I think that was after. It was after this. Was so. it? Yeah, I'll look it up. But, I'm but uh, sure. yeah, so Batman, he did Batman Returns. Yeah, they were both before because I think Batman Returns was 92. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah, it makes sense to put his name on it because he was super popular. Edward Scissorhand was 1990. Yeah. Shit. All right. So, so yeah, there's he was like, riding a high going into this. Like, yeah, of course you're going to put his name on it. Yeah, that's three huge movies that are right there. Yeah. But, I mean, I like that the two of them, and I think it's more Henry Selleck, really, because he's the one that more so got shafted. Yeah. But I, I like how he kind of recognizes why they did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I, yeah, definitely. Like, this movie and, like, his name wasn't attached. No, exactly. It. And he's probably still getting residuals from this movie yeah. because there's so much like merch and just like this movie, this characters in this movie is so popular, which is, I guess Tim Burton did, but yeah. you know, I'm looking at, uh, Beetlejuice was before it too. Beetlejuice was 88. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's four Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands and Batman returns. Wow. What a run. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, it was said that um, that Tim Burton wasn't like on set at all, really, oh, during really? The filming of it. Like he would pop in here and there. Yeah, but it took them three years from start to finish to make the movie. And the Henry Selleck had said like he popped in like maybe three times and was only there for like five or six days each time. So, I mean, but he was also making Ed Wood at the same time. Yeah, I mean, he was busy doing that, but yeah. this is be your movie too but yeah true but i mean it's stop motion so like that's why it took so long to do because yeah. like, i don't know if you have trivia on it yeah. but yeah you do okay yeah so i'll save that for later but yeah so but anyways yeah so that's what the controversy was on that and that's all i got you got anything else or no i think we've uh, went uh for 15 minutes into just the intro there so maybe we'll uh, just get started uh on the movie uh so again like mark said spoilers if you haven't seen this uh i don't know what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) all right so movie starts uh it shows all of the holiday doors that are um i guess available to go to so this one i didn't know was a door uh independence day which i don't know how i guess it's a holiday but Anyway, it's all American holidays. It is, but like, uh, I don't know. I just want to know what Independence Day town looks like. Yeah, imagine you go in there, open the door, and there's Will Smith there. (laughs) (laughs) Patriotism. Uh, Yeah. Um, So then you got Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, St. Patrick's Day, and Valentine's Day. Yeah. 
and I'm still waiting for that St. Patrick's Day sequel. <laughs> I think it would be hilarious. It's uh, funny. Um, just quick, they uh, Disney – actually, I have it in the trivia, so I'll just read it right now. Okay. Anyways. Um, Walt Disney Pictures in 2001, they began to consider producing a sequel, sequel but they wanted to use uh, computer animation. Um, and uh, Tim Burton said he's always been very protective of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't want any sequels or anything to yeah. be done. He, and he basically says, could you imagine like Jack visits Thanksgiving world yeah. or other kinds of things? He yeah. just said like it would, wouldn't yeah. be. The same. No, it's very true. Yeah. But I'm just greedy and I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then the first song that opens up is this is Halloween, which uh, introduces most of the characters. Um, probably my second, second favorite song in the movie. What were, you, were your thoughts on that, that one? Yeah, I think I agree with second. Yeah. I really like... Uh, oh, fuck. What's the other one? I like Oogie Boogie's song. Yeah, that one's pretty solid. What's your first? My first is uh, This Is... Uh, what's This? Yeah. 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 And I then I like it. also the Making Christmas one. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Um. So yeah, the first song is uh, This Is Halloween. Basically, it uh, introduces most of the characters. You get the bed monster, the stair monster, uh, four vampires, the mayor who has two faces, which like switches back and forth between like happy and kind of like depressed or sad, angry. I don't know. It's kind of weird. There's a garbage monster, werewolf, sewer monster, witches, the clown, with a tearaway face, uh, Sally, a devil guy, fat guy with an axe in his head, fat kid, mummy kid. I don't know. There's a lot in that opening sequence. I don't know if I missed any that you yeah. noticed. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Like you said, a ton of them. Yeah. They're kind of dancing around. Yeah. Um, and like I was, I asked you the last one, I was like, would you get Brady to watch this? And then like watching this, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't watch it with them. No, I figured. Because like some of the characters in this is like kind of scary they're creepy for a kid. Yeah, yeah. So not yet. <laughs> yeah, the monster that was under the bed, he was pretty creepy. Yeah, Oogie. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Jack Skellington, the pumpkin cane, is first introduced. Uh, I think Jack Skellington is like one of the most like iconic, like just characters. Yeah ever like cartoon like just there's merch everywhere of him so um great opening to the movie i thought and like i said second favorite song of the movie anything you want to add to the opening sequence i think you nailed it yeah uh so then um sally is caught by the evil scientist slash doctor Uh, i'm pretty sure he made her like i think he made her in his lab i think yeah. Because he kind of says, like, oh, you should be grateful for what I did for you. Yeah. So. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know if she was, like, a living person before. or That's why if, I wasn't sure. Yeah, exactly. But, like, later on, we'll talk about it, I'm sure. But, like, she jumps out a window and her arm falls off and she's just stuffed with leaves. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like, obviously, her, her brain is there or something. Yeah, maybe he gave her a brain, maybe. Yeah. Almost like Edward's other hands in a yeah, way. Exactly. Right? Them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a day after Halloween. Jack is getting sad about doing the same thing over and over again for Halloween. Then he starts to walk through the graveyard. Uh, I think this is like probably one, like one of the most like iconic scenes in the movie, I think. Um, so this song's called Jack's Lament. I think that's how you say that. Lament. Lament. Yeah. So basically, he's talking about how he's the best at what he does, making grown men scream. Uh, he's just the best at what he does, but he's tired of doing the same old thing. Yeah. He's starting to feel empty. No one would ever understand why he would tire of being a pumpkin king because um, everyone thinks that he's just so amazing and they don't see yeah. like how he feels inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the fame and praise come year after year and, and do nothing for these tears. I thought that was my favorite line from that song. Uh, so there's a goof in this scene when Jack's on the top of the hill, you can actually see the light that's being used as a moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I want to so, go back and look at that. Now. I know me too. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so then here we see Zero, which is like kind of like a ghost dog. He's super awesome. He has like a pumpkin for a nose that shines really bright. Uh, this movie, like this whole scene, like just has me like mesmerized. Like it's just came out in 93 and it still like just looks amazing. Like it still holds up. Um, so Sally is following Jack. I guess she got away from the doctor. Uh, she understands how he feels. Um, she starts to pick which hazel from the garden or the graveyard, I guess, and other plants to use to poison the doctor later. And then Jack's leaving to go on a walk. So then I guess the next morning, the mayor is at Jack's house to prepare for next Halloween. And Jack's still gone. And he, the mayor's like freaking out. He's like, there's only 365 <laughs> days till next Halloween. And like the werewolf was like, 364. <laughs> uh, so funny. Um, so then I guess Jack somehow fell asleep and has like walked all the way to like the main portal, I guess. Yeah. Like where the doors are. Yeah. Um, I'll get more into this later, but this is like really like the only like problem, like nitpick I had with the movie. Like I just, yeah, I'll get into it later. I just don't understand like how, where that place is and how they get to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so then he sees the Christmas store and he gets sucked into it. Uh, then he starts to sing the, uh, the what's this song. Uh, this is probably my favorite song in the whole movie. It's just so catchy, yeah, like uplifting. Yeah. Um, my favorite line in it is, uh, makes me laugh every time, but it's like, um, there are children throwing snowballs and Seth throwing heads. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Jack sees Santa and gets an idea. Uh, he basically wants, Christmas. I found like I haven't watched this in a couple years, but this scene where he's he's like, "Oh, why can't I be Santa?" Yeah. Like he just seemed like yeah. super narcissistic in in that scene. I yeah. found. It. Yeah, like, no, it's a good point. It's basically like if this guy can do it, I can do it, and I'll do it even better. Yeah. And meanwhile, like no, bro, like you're the hell, you're the pumpkin king. You're not. Yeah. You're not Santa Claus. Yeah, because I think he's just known Halloween for I don't know however long that yeah. he's been dead for. Yeah. And finally see something new. He just wants it. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of goofs in this movie that I, I, I read. I'm going to go through every single one of them. But one here was that Jack knew what snowballs were, but he didn't know what snowflakes were. Yeah. And there's another one too, like all the books that he read on Santa Claus, but he still called them Santa. I was yeah, I was in there. I wrote that down too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's funny. Um, I didn't think there'd be so many goofs in like, like a cartoon stop motion movie, but yeah. I guess there can be cause it's all just like they make the set basically. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So in the back of the town, uh, they're worried about Jack. The, uh, the mayor <laughs> sounds the alarm, just like this cat meow. That was pretty funny. Uh, Sally is uh, going to poison the doctor again. Um, she's like making his soup for him and puts in like the poison and then covers it up with frog's breath. I don't, I don't know why the doctor keeps letting her make his dinner for him. I know, right? She keeps poisoning him. You poisoned me for the last time. Yeah. That last time. And then um, this wasn't in IMDb, but every time I watch this movie, whenever she like goes to sip the fake, yeah. you don't see the holes in the bottom of the spoon when she goes to like take a sip of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she poisons him. Uh, Jack returns to the town with a giant sled and a big sack and he immediately calls a town meeting. And, uh, so the next song is the town meeting song. So he's basically has a Christmas tree up and he's showing them things that he brought back from Christmas town, like snow, the presents and stockings and stuff. Um, and my favorite lyric from this song was, uh, we take we take a big soggy hand on the wall and like one of the witches like says like is is it still filled with a foot? <laughs> <laughs> I laughed too. Um, so yeah, during this uh, scene, there's a little goof as well. I guess all the uh, the characters that keep switching places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, you, oh, you read that too. Yeah, which I didn't notice. Just uh, just a little dip pick, I guess. No. So then, um, 
during the whole movie, like Mark said, Jack calls Santa Sandy Claus, which I think is hilarious. Um, so the doctor locks up Sally again. Jack comes to get supplies for his experiments so he can try and figure out how to explain Christmas to the residents. Sally escapes, like Mark said, by jumping out the window and she just like loses her arm and leg and she just stills herself back together. So, um, so Jack is like uh, doing experiments like up in his tower and uh, on his like chalkboard, he has like a mathematical equation. Yeah, it's so so <laughs> I wrote it down. It's uh, chestnuts over an open fire divided by a bell. And it's like the square root of 12 over December 25th <laughs> plus Santa Claus. Sandy Claus, Sandy Claus equals Christmas. <laughs> that is so funny. And then like Mark said before, uh, Jack like does research like on Christmas and Santa Claus, but still he just calls him Santa Claus during the whole movie. Um, so then uh, Sally brings Jack a gift basket uh, she's starting to get feelings for him. She le- runs and leaves. She picks a flower and then it turns into a Christmas tree and then immediately catches on fire. And then the next song is called Jack Jack's Obsession. So basically Jack figures out that um, he's just going to steal Christmas for himself. So basically he has a town meeting again and he starts to give everyone jobs to do for Christmas. The vampires get a baby doll. The doctor has to make the reindeer. Uh, this is when we first introduced the lock, shock and barrel. Their job is to go get Sandy claws and are told to leave Oogie Boogie out of it. But of course they cross their fingers um, behind their backs. And then the next one is uh, the kidnap Sandy claws song. I thought this song's really good too, actually. Yeah. 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 I like this one a lot. Um, so yeah, they're going to kidnap Santa Claus. Um, so Jack is uh, teaching the band how to play Christmas songs. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Sally tries to warn Jack about the vision that she had about Christmas burning, but Jack just kind of ignores her and just gives her the job to make his Santa outfit for him. Um, then the lock, shock, and barrel bring back the Easter bunny by mistake instead. And then, like, this part is, like, funny. Like, the bunny jumps out, and, like, the guy that acts at him is like, Bunny! <laughs> so it's 35 days till Christmas. Um, the next song, it's uh, Making Christmas, which I think this song is really solid one as well. Um, basically, it just shows the town making toys, making the Christmas toys, but they're kind of putting their own spin on it. So the few that I saw, there's a, a bat hat, like a hat made of a bat. Yeah. And then like Jack comes in, like, he's like, um, haven't said it as a bat. Just heard first. It's a rat. And then he comes and he's like, Oh, make it a bat. Yeah. And then, um, the, I think they're, uh, Jekyll and Hyde's. Mm-hmm. There's like three of them. They like, uh, put a scorpion in like the Russian doll, yeah, uh, Russian doll like dolls. Um, uh, Jack Slay is a coffin. I thought it was pretty cool, yeah. and he has like the the skeleton reindeer. Uh, so then Santa is brought back to Halloween Town. Jack takes his hat. Um, Sally decides that she's going to fill the well with fog juice to try and stop Jack from leaving. Uh, then Santa is brought back to Oogie Boogie's lair, and this is where we, we hear the Oogie Boogie song. And like Mark said, it's one of his favorites in the movie. And uh, Oogie Boogie's lair is kind of like uh, it's like a casino, kind of. Yeah, I found it was like uh, New Orleans, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got that feel to it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Oogie Boogie's pretty pretty scary guy um, character, yeah. I think. So then uh, Jack can't fly because of the fog, so he uses uh, Zero's no- nose to guide the way, kind of like uh, Rudolph. And then here we get Sally's song. Uh, kind of, I don't know, it was kind of a depressing song. Yeah. Like she's kind of like sad about how Jack, she, she has feelings for Jack and Jack doesn't, 
see her, like listen to her about what she's concerned about. It kind of, which also kind of falls back into that narcissism theory. Yeah. About himself. Yeah, exactly. So Jack is delivering presents. (laughs) Uh, This whole scene's great too. Uh, the first one, it's uh, it's a shrunken head that the kid opens up, which would be so scary. Imagine like your kid opening it is like a shrunken head. It's like what? The so then uh, the police start getting calls about uh, toys attacking them. Uh, Jack Lee is an evil wreath that kind of like attacks a grandma. There's like a giant snake that's under the tree that like eats the presents. <laughs> like a kid goes down, there's like a giant snake eating presents. Yeah. The kid like just freaks out. Uh, brother and sister get like an evil, like kind of flying doll. Uh, I think the vampire is made. And then there's a evil duck that's like kind of like uh, on wheels and it, like quacks and stuff. It's got big teeth on it. Yeah. So then the, the military gets called in uh, to, <laughs> to shoot, shoot down Jack. It's kind of like overboard. Like, just, like, could you imagine? These giant missiles. Like, where the hell are they? In the, oh, man. So uh, Sally decides she's going to go to Oogie Boogie's lair to uh, save Santa. Uh, Jack gets shot down. Uh, Christmas is canceled this year. I guess the cop knows Santa is not coming. And then Jack is gets shot down in a graveyard by chance and he kind of like realizes like Christmas isn't for him. Like he should just appreciate what he has. Cause like some of the, like the words he the expressions he uses, like in his like songs where he's like, gets like real angry. He was like, Jack, the skeleton cane is like kind of terrifying a bit. Yeah. Um, so then he, he realizes that like he should appreciate like what he has and what, he's good at which is halloween not christmas yeah. which is i think a good uh um, i don't know thing for this movie yeah. um so then uh, back at oogie boogie's lair santa and sally are captured and oogie is basically gonna burn them up uh so jack gets back and he's gonna try and save them um so he ends up saving them, and uh, uh, Oogie, uh, Oogie Boogie and Jack's like face-off was like really cool. Yeah. They had like the casino, and like um, Oogie Boogie's like terrified of Jack, and then like he like puts out all his traps and like like running around. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, Jack obviously survives all of them. Yeah, them all. yeah. So he gets through. So then Jack, uh, um, sorry, yeah. So then. Jack tears like a seam of uh, of Oogie Boogies, and uh, he sticks in like a spinning blade that was like in the like the the, the flames, I guess, the lava, and then, like tears Oogie Boogie apart. And then he's just like filled with bugs. Yeah, um, it's like a potato sack kind of thing. Like that's yeah. what it looks like. Fine. Yeah, like a potato sack just like filled with like maggots and bugs, and then like all the bugs fall in like the lava, and then like Jack like steps on like the final bug and. Kills him basically. It was Santa that stepped on the final bug. Oh yeah, it was Santa. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, that's the scene that I loved. Like whenever, uh, well, I like like all of it. But whenever um, Oogie Boogie's like outer shell kind of comes off, and it's all just those bugs. I was like, that's fucking. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, I can't imagine how much time that alone would take. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. So Oogie Boogie's dead. Uh, Santa leaves, and then he ends up saving Christmas because he's Santa. He can. He can fix anything. Yeah. Um, so then the basically they start sending or it starts snowing in Halloween Town because uh, Santa like goes over it and like uh, I'll get into it in my nitpick, but yeah. So then uh, the doctor the doctor ends up making his own wife who like <laughs> works exactly like him. I mean, he uh, looks like. Like basically like a duck kind of thing. Like yeah, he does. Like a duck bill kind of. Yeah, yeah. So he makes a wife. So I guess. So then in the end, Sally and Jack they're back at like the graveyard in like the iconic like uh, hill like spiral and the moon and they're they basically end up together. They kiss and yeah, they're together and that's the end of the movie. One thing I've noticed like in pop culture like it's. 
I don't know, the whole relationship between Jack and Sally is like, um, like way more romanticized than what it actually is in the movie. It is, like, yeah. Like Blink One Eighty Two had, I can't remember what fucking song. Yeah, we I uh, miss you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we can live like Jack and Sally if we want to, but yeah. like they really don't. Like Sally's always had a thing for him, but Jack doesn't notice her in like literally the last like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. Like on this watching, I kind of focused on that a little bit. Yeah, because like everywhere you go, like it's all like Jack and Sally stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the uh, the end of the movie. All right, I'll let you do your reviews first on it. Yeah. Okay. I know that uh, this is your movie, and this is kind of like your. Uh, I don't know, bread and butter, I guess. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So, um, so my story, I gave it a nine out of 10. Um, I didn't say much on this. Just, uh, I don't know. I just think this is a super original concept. Like there's these different towns, especially like the main two, like putting, I think arguably like the biggest celebrated holidays throughout the year make it one is just super cool to me like just put it like a like to take christmas and then just mash it together with halloween yeah. it's just so like fulfilling agreed but the only like thing to knock it out from a perfect movie is just like i don't understand how the worlds work like because at the beginning of the movie jack just wanders and he ends up at the portal where it has all of the the different trees yeah. but i don't know it did it have halloween town when he walked up to it i don't know because i know that we see like at the very start we see all the trees there's all, the pump yeah yeah i don't know so like i don't know like does he just wander and then he gets to the six other trees and he can go from world to world and then like when he goes to deliver presents he's like I guess in earth. So like, how does he get there? Just flying yeah. in the sky to it. And then like yeah. Santa gets from Christmas town to Halloween town, just like by flying through the sky. Yeah. So but, like you think it was that easy to get from each location. Like it would have been done by now. Kind yeah. Of thing, like you, know? you would see other, I guess, characters like, like Bunny showing up in independence day or why isn't Santa Claus showing up? In <laughs> yeah. Day? yeah, exactly. Just, yeah. I see what you mean with that. But anyway, so that's my story. And then uh, for my quality, I gave it a 9 out of 10 as well. Um, I just thought the, the character design in this is, like, super awesome. Um, probably, like, not like the main characters. Like, Jack Skellington's, like, iconic. Oogie Boogie, I have a tattoo of him on me. Probably, like, my favorite or, like, scariest is probably, like, the, the, the clown that, like, tears away his face is, like, on a unicycle. I thought he was pretty cool. Um, so the character design, the the soundtrack is just awesome. Like, uh, like all the songs are pretty much top notch. All the songs are enjoyable and they're like super easy to sing along with. And uh, you I watched, sing along? Some of them, yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, I watched it on Disney Plus. But I do have the Blu-ray as well, and I'm pretty sure on the Blu-ray there's like an option for um, a sing-along version of it. Oh, yeah where it has like the, the lyrics on it. Um, and then this is like a, just a movie you can watch. Well, for me, any time of the year, yeah. but you can watch it at Halloween or Christmas. And it's super short. Like, it's only an hour and 17 minutes long. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, you just pop it in and like, it doesn't take up half your day. Kind of yeah. Thing. Um, so would you consider this a Halloween or Christmas movie? I'd consider it more Christmas. Movie. like when i think of watching this i i think yeah. about it more yeah time. i'm the same 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 as you yeah but i mean like you, you watch it at halloween or christmas and yeah yeah, yeah. i definitely see this as uh, more of a christmas movie but yeah so that's my two scores nine and nine so i gave my story uh nine out of ten just same as you um basically what you said is almost exactly what i have here um, it was a new fresh idea for a Halloween movie and a Christmas movie alike. Um, I felt like it was high risk yeah. with, but reward, like it was a really high reward for it. Yeah. Too. Like if it worked, it was going to fucking work. 
Now, like you said at the beginning of her like discussion with the directors, do you think that if it didn't have Tim Burton's name, it wouldn't be as famous or would it be more of a cult classic? I think it would have taken a lot longer for it to become yeah. famous. Yeah. Cause I was looking at, uh, I was on like box office mojo. Yeah. And this movie's been re-released like seven times. Yeah. In I believe that. Yeah. yeah. But it's only made like, I think it was like 88 million. Yeah. Like that's theater, that like overall like yeah between all the re-releases. I think I think on the initial release back in '93 it made like fifty-four million. I think that's pretty good actually. That's really good. Tim Burton's name wasn't on that. I don't think it would. It might have been like an under the radar classic cult. Oh, it's it's another Disney movie. Like yeah, maybe I'll go watch it. Maybe I'll wait till it gets out on. Yeah, exactly feel like with tim burton's name yeah on there. yeah a lot more people were going yeah to it 100 percent. um that's another thing i said i said without the team that they had behind it i think the movie fails miserably like if it's not a tim yeah. burton movie it's not henry selick doing the stop motion yeah I, like what other director and producer and writer do you think could pull this off yeah exactly Back then, i don't think it's i don't think it's gonna happen um, I would have liked to see a more resolved combination of the two holidays at the end, like, like the combination of them. I feel so, like instead of like Christmas just leaving, and like Halloween just going back to being Halloween Town. Yeah, like, have some sort of. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you want to have like a joining joining of the two or keep them separate, but I just feel like, like it could be, yeah. Uh, like have the residents of Halloween Town like finally understand what Christmas yeah. is, and, and then and then help Santa deliver all the presents or yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah, just some resolution other than them just like parting ways. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, exactly. like I feel like an extra ten minutes onto the movie, make it an hour and a half. Yeah, nobody's exactly. gonna the length of it. Yeah, no, there's just gonna be that little bit extra. Yeah, um, I I give the quality a ten out of ten. I feel nice. like I feel like this is like a perfect movie for like you said the soundtrack, the stop motion animation, yeah. the character design. Uh, I feel like the environment of the two worlds that it showed were yeah. like spot on. Yeah, like Halloween, sweet. Oh yeah, different. Like if they hide that at like uh, actually, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do have like a thing at Disneyland or something. Yeah, of, they used to. I they yeah, I don't know if they still do, but yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. I just love everything about the movie visually and audibly, as well as you. Yeah. Um, I probably would give it a ten out of ten, but I'm just. Uh, I. I don't know what like a perfect movie is. Like it's hard to give movies like ten out of ten. But yeah. So I give it nine out of ten for that. I like. I'd probably agree with you and give it a ten out of ten. But I'm just kind of scared. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Ten out of ten for me. Yeah. All right. Did you watch this movie as a kid, or was it like later on? No, I watched. Not like. I was only born in '89, so when it came out, I was like four. Yeah. So I probably watched it for the first time when I was like, maybe seven or eight. Yeah. So a few years after it came out. Yeah. I remember we watched it. I don't think it was the first time I watched it, but I remember grade ten French class. We had to watch it, and in French. Really? Yeah. It's a weird movie to watch. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. All right. So we'll move on to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. We're going to try something a little bit different with this. So I'm going to have Brooke try and guess what the scores were. So, Brooke, what do you think the critics scored it? Hmm. Tim Burton's name on it. I don't know how many like this type of like stop motion movies there were back in the day. I'd probably give this like I'd say the critics gave it a seventy-eight. You're way off. 
Critics gave it a 95%. Wow. On 94 ratings. Wow, 95%. Yeah. Certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. That's amazing. And what do you think the audience gave it? Well, <laughs> I was going to say the audience gave it a higher score than the critics from my initial guess, but I'm going to say like 95 Close. Uh, audience gave it 91%. Okay. 968,175 ratings. So almost You're a shitting million. me. Oh, holy shit. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, it's obviously. I mean, deservedly. Yeah. I always didn't think the critics would rate it that high, but man. 95. Holy crap. Yeah. It was very well received. Um, so the critics consensus the nightmare before Christmas is a stunningly original and visually delightful work of stop motion animation, which is basically what we've been saying this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with our two good critic reviews. So Kenneth Turin from the LA times part avant-garde art film, part amusing but morbid fairy tale, is a delightfully ghoulish holiday musical that displays more inventiveness in its brief 75 minutes than some studios can manage in an entire year. <laughs> I love that review. Yeah. I just thought that, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't see this movie, like, I don't initially think of it as a musical. I kind of forgot about that part, too. Like, how many songs are out Yeah. There? But it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I love them, but yeah. I'm not a big musical fan, but it. I find, uh, like, Tim Burton's musicals are, yeah. like, I love them. Like, he's got this and he's got uh, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Sweeney Todd yet. Oh, man, it's good. Um, I, like, kind of, yeah. Like, I like some musicals and some I don't. Like, uh, Hugh Jackman's one that came out last year. Uh, uh, the, the greatest showman, the greatest showman. Yeah. i loved it I but one, yeah. uh yeah i kind of like nitpicking like here and there <laughs> like some some i don't yeah um so john hartle from the seattle times says it's uh visually visually a macabre knockout the 75 minute fantasy boasts some of the wittiest most vigorous stop motion animation effects in the history of the process which we can both agree with, I yeah. think. Um, bad critic reviews. Owen Gleiberman from Entertainment Weekly. I'm not sure I've ever seen a fantasy film that's at once so visually amazing, but so emotionally dead. I don't get, like, how is it emotionally dead? Uh, like, do you... I kind of see it. Not really, like what you said before, like Jack and Sally, like everyone thinks they're like that they like are in love with each other, but you really don't get that to the very end. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah. Yeah. Um and David Sterrett or Sturrett from Christian Science Monitor. Animation is a wonderful medium, but it's almost too compatible with Burton's uninhibited approach. When literally anything goes, even the most original idea can get lost in the creative shuffle. So that's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell he's yeah, saying. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that. All right. So moving on to the good audience reviews. Uh, Matthew said um, it's a delightful and magical story that can be enjoyed by all ages. Tim Burton and Henry Selleck's stop-motion masterpiece is both a Halloween and Christmas classic, thanks to its wonderful songs, brilliant animation, and unforgettable characters. Um, Parker states, uh, gorgeous stop-motion animation combined with brilliant songs. The Nightmare Before Christmas is a classic holiday movie for both, both Christmas and Halloween that will be entertaining for the whole family. Mm -hmm. So... Now that I'm reading both of those, they're almost the exact same reviews. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, going on to a bad audience review. Andrew says the nightmare before Christmas may be a treat for the most stop for the most stop motion enthusiasts, enthusiastic film buffs 
or a nostalgic tradition for those of Gothic admirable culture, but all else may feel uncomfortable with the dreaded attempts with its rehashed plot. (coughs) Um, Rebecca. And I hate this. Rebecca says, worst film I've ever seen. Some of the animations made me feel physically sick and I was so bored I had to switch it off. Majorly overrated would give it zero stars if I could. Is this the same girl that gave the review on Krampus? Honestly. (laughs) Just hating on everything. Um, I just want to add, I think like our generation, we're like super spoiled. Yeah. Like you said, you're an 89 baby. I'm a 90 baby. Like the cartoons and movies that we had as children, I think like shaped us to appreciate the, the work and like just everything that goes into like a cartoon or, or a movie like this. So like, I feel like, as kids, we enjoyed it a lot, and like even now as adults, like we still enjoy them just as much. Well, look at when Disney Plus came out; like we yeah. have a group chat on Messenger, and we were going nuts over everything that's on there. Yeah, like, like it's honestly on. insane. So, yeah, I think we're just spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Definitely. Cool. All right, what did you give it for a scare rating? So, scary rating, I gave it a 1 out of 10. Uh, I, it's not scary now, but like I said at the start of the episode, definitely some of the characters would have definitely scared me as a kid. Like, even, like, Jack, like like I said, when he's, like, saying his songs, like, he's, like, this, like, low-tone, like, lovable character, but then, like, sometimes he'll go into, like, the pumpkin cane character, and, like, he's pretty scary. And like Oogie Boogie's pretty scary. Um yeah, so one to ten for me. What about you? I same same for me, one out of ten. Yeah. I said it's not scary at all. It's more or less a movie that's made for children. Yeah. Uh, some scenes and some scenes and characters were obviously creepy, but yeah. Nothing crazy. Yeah. We're just bigger children. That's right. <laughs> Fine with that. Yeah. Um, for what I survive, I said there's nothing really to survive or die from. No, nope. I mean nobody's there to to hurt anybody, to kill anybody. It's yeah. just, they're just basically living their life. Yeah, like even in the the first song, like the, the like fat wife and the like the husband, they say they're they look scary, but they're not mean at all. Yeah. So, yeah, I I did say that I would love to live in Halloween Town, though. Yeah, I think that'd be fun yeah, too. that'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, definitely no uh, no dying in this movie. <laughs> okay. So moving on to our trivia. That first one I already said earlier. Um, so it's stated in the making of book that the most difficult shot to film in the entire movie is the shot in which Jack is reaching for the doorknob to Christmas land. Could, um, because viewers can see perfect surround reflection of the forest behind or around Jack in the background. Really? So I thought that was kind of interesting. Like uh, all the scenes that are in this movie and it's like a doorknob. That's the hardest one. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. But I mean, it's understandable. Like for that, like how would you get a reflection on, yeah. on the stop motion? Yeah, exactly. Animation? I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, this one's kind of mind blowing a little bit. It took a group of around 120 people three years to complete the movie. Uh, for one second of film, up to 12 stop motion moves had to be made. One second. One second. That's insane. Uh, and then in that same interview that I read that little excerpt from earlier, yeah. um, Henry Selick said the stop motion animation took about eight months, uh, or 18 months, sorry, mm-hmm. but with pre with pre-production where you storyboarded every single shot, it all added up. At its peak, it was about 120 people working on it, and we had between se- uh, 12 and 17 animators on the job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, crazy. Mm. That's wild. Um, this was the first fully animated Disney film to not be traditionally animated. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you before. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure this was the first one. Yeah. yeah so I can't think of any other ones at the moment. No, from that either. time. Yeah, I don't know if it was. Obviously, it wasn't the first stop. Motion. No, definitely in the first in Disney. Yeah. 
Um, it's rumored that there were upwards of 400 heads for Jack alone. Wow. When asked, Selleck stated that there were a lot, but he didn't specify how many exactly. Uh, but he also said, luckily, Jack's head was made from a ping pong ball and his eyes were just holes. So there wasn't a lot of details that needed to be redone on each one. It was just like the expressions changing. <laughs> we have 400 of them. That's crazy. Yeah. So much work. I know. Like, it's crazy. It's insane. I wouldn't want to do it. I'd, I'd, I don't know. Well, I don't have the patience for it. I was like, I just heard recently, um, whenever Jim Carrey did The Grinch, like he had to do eight hours of makeup before filming. And he actually like hired a, a torture, like um, professional, like a, like army person to train him to endure torture, basically. So he had to sit there for eight hours and just do makeup, which is like crazy. Eight hours just to get your makeup on. And then you only have another 16 hours left in your day. Yeah. And like, do you not sleep yeah, or it's crazy? Yeah. And like, this movie, how long does it take to get all the makeup? Yeah, exactly. Oh. And like, to like make this movie, like you said, it takes three years. Like, imagine like just building each thing. Like, do you just keep everything? Yeah. Like, imagine if it's a flop. Oh, like all the work that went into it. Imagine like it didn't I make any. Imagine, money. man. Oh my god. Fuck. No, thank you. Yeah. Um. One more interesting thing. Have you heard of the uh, the Tim Burton movie trio theory? No. That uh, um, Frankenweenie, Corpse Bride, and The Nightmare Before Christmas are all connected? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. No. So <clears throat> in Frankenweenie, there's a boy named Victor, I believe. Yeah. And he has a dog. Yeah. It was obviously Frank and Weenie. Yeah. Um, and then the dog gets hit by a car. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I have. Yeah. And I'm so pretty I think sure. Dog gets hit by a car and killed. Yeah. But I just recently saw when I was looking at um, like the, like Tim Burns, like I saw Frank and Weenie and then I clicked on it and then there's like actually like an older, yeah. like yeah. real life yeah. Like yeah. Frank and Weenie movie. Yeah. yeah. And that was his as well. Oh, was it? Yeah. And oh, the cartoon okay. was just like a remake of oh, okay, it. Okay. Okay. But, uh, so yeah, there was that. And then in Corpse Bride, um, I can't remember what the guy's name is. If, if it's I haven't Victor. seen Corpse Bride yet. Oh, no. No, I haven't. It's on my list, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, he looks just like the kid from Frankenweenie. And, and the dog looks the exact same. Yeah. yeah. But the dog is, um, like, just bones. Yeah. In Corpse Bride. Yeah, yeah. And then in Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Like they're saying that Jack is this guy, like beyond the grave, basically, and Zero looks just like the other dogs as well. Like it has that like kind of rounded head and like the long snout kind of. Yeah, thing. I guess so. Yeah. Huh. There's uh, it's just like a fan yeah, theory, yeah, 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 yeah. but like no one's ever said if it's true. Yeah. Huh. I just thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay. You got anything else? No, that's all you got. That's all I got. Yeah. That's it for me. Okay. So we are going to meet up for one more Christmas movie before the the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, Rook, you're leaving for a trip. Yeah, for three weeks. Yeah, um, on Boxing Day. So Mark's plan is um, we're going to get one of our friends, uh, Casey, to fill in for uh, an episode um in january in january so after the christmas one we'll be going back to bi-weekly yeah. uh yeah that's the plan for now yeah. so i don't know do you want to say what movie you guys are doing for that or save it maybe no. No. well we'll save that one yeah. but yeah uh, so yeah you told me that you have uh, a really good one for the next one i didn't say a really good one well, you, oh, i said it was a beauty a beauty <laughs> and you said that you hoped I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of had this one in my mind right from the get-go whenever we first decided that we were going to do Christmas movies yeah. for this. Month. Um, and then kind of throughout the week, I was thinking about doing a different one. Then I was like, no, fuck that. Like, I'm doing this. Yeah. Uh, Santa's Slay. Santa's Slay. Yeah. I've never 
heard never about that. Never heard I haven't of heard about it in my life. All right. Um, it stars Bill Goldberg as Santa, like Goldberg, like the wrestler. Like Goldberg. Yeah. It's a horror movie. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested. It's, it's, it's awful, but it's great at the same time. Okay. Yeah. I'm very interested. I'm not going to look at any trailers or any pictures, and it's going to go in <laughs> just knowing absolutely nothing about this movie because it's called Santa Slay and has Goldberg in it. Yeah, and it's Slay, S-L-A-Y. Like he slays. God damn him. it. Yeah. If you have trouble finding it, let me know because I do have it. Okay. Wow. That's kind of sad. I don't even care. <laughs> what was your other idea? Um, I really want to watch Anna and the Apocalypse. Yeah, I saw that. Really good. Yeah, so that was it one that I out this year. Yeah, yeah, that was one that I kind of wanted to maybe check out too, and then I was like, ah. Sorry. Yeah, and yeah. then I was kind of thinking about Jack Frost also, but yeah. then you said that you watched it on, uh, yeah, marathon, but yeah, yeah. So we'll okay, this one. All right, uh, I'm excited. Oh, you shouldn't be. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> All right, guys, I think that's it for today. And uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, next week before Christmas. Yep. Thank you. See ya.